now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 206 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. I am. I'm right here. And Matt. Hey. And special guest, Julia. Hello. And then, yeah, I'm your host, Casey. You guys knew that. All right. So uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Even a dollar a month really helps us as helps us out. So go and do that. But you guys got a buck. Uh, I would say take it away from your favorite bartender, but uh, don't do that because Matt would get mad at me if I said that. So I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carlos, what have you been up to the past? I guess two weeks because we did not record last week. Last week was the Fourth of July weekend, right? Yeah. Oh. Are oh, you yeah, still, I'm muted. Yep, you're still muted. You muted me. God damn it, Casey. Well, I, mean, <laughs> well, I figured we'd start off the show that way, because that's where I we see. usually want to end the show. So, like, I, my, my whole, like, when I said I was here, like, it, nothing. There's just nothing, huh? Yeah. I see. Actually, uh, <laughs> we, we got a bunch of really good feedback on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, people are like, oh, yeah, no, don't, don't let him talk anymore. All right. All right, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, let's see. Uh, we, we recorded after Crash Bandicoot, right? We did not record. Oh, we did not. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we did our Crash Bandicoot uh, live play, and that was great. <laughs> well, <laughs> was it, it that great, was a thing though? that happened. Was it great? So that was like uh, Fourth of July weekend, uh, Saturday and Saturday uh, night. Yep, we did like fifteen shots. Well, in that an hour. well Friday night, the night before, like Matt and I put like hours into making a Crash Bandicoot mask. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. No, yeah, your guys is arts and crafts night. I was jealous. I missed it. It looked like a lot of fun. And then uh, we and pl- your date didn't go well. No, it did not. <laughs> then, uh, let's see, Crash Bandicoot was fun. Uh, we had the like, what was the? We did the same mix drink as before. Uh yeah, we did Aku Aku Punch. Yeah, uh, and our shot was was peach and peach uh, vodka and no, mango mango vodka, vodka and tropical, tropical Red Bull. All right, okay. And we did a bunch of those. Yeah, until I we... don't remember anything after that. We finished that bottle with. Before an hour and a half into the game, yeah, I uh, it pff, that was a. Bad but night. what's good is we know that we are not terrible at the game. They made the game harder. Well, to be fair, we are terrible at the game, and we uh, were very drunk. We don't know how terrible <laughs> we are at the game until we play the original one on PlayStation. I had yes. a, I came back the next day and like, all right, I gotta get through that fucking level that we were stuck on, and I did. And like that night when we played, we played on like this one level over and over again. Like every time, like we all if we all failed on the same level once. We all did the shot, and then we kept going, and like that's what killed us. Yeah. Well, so and then eventually we gave up and just we, moved the Crash Bandicoot too. That did not help. Yeah. We 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 made the rules uh, when we did our warped run. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot warped one. We were able to make through make it through the entire game. Yeah, we were in about six to eight hours. I think it was something like that. And and still, we, we weren't even that drunk in that amount. Yeah. Of no. Time yeah. Either. And we we were doing we were doing tequila shots every time. Uh, we, we finished all, a world. Or every time we finished a world, or at, at every boss, after every boss, and then every time we all died on a single level. Which was rarely. Which very rarely happened. So we're like, all right, we're going to institute the same rules for uh, this run, because those rules worked. It was awesome. And then level three came, and shot, 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 shot. It was like the song. 
Yep. <laughs> it was just like that song. They were about as fast, too. <coughs> yeah, I had to come back the next morning, and like, it took me, like, even like sober, it took me like three, four game overs just to get through with that level. Hey, you said it took you like a half hour. Or and something. I figured out, though, that like the whole time we're trying to like time the jumping on the boxes, just hold X button down, it just does it for you. Our timing was what? great. Yeah, we did not really? have to time our jumps. <laughs> But we also this hard. week, uh, what happened was Games Done Quick, which yep. you finally introduced me to. Like, you've been talking about it all the time, oh, yeah. and I finally watched it with you guys last night. And I missed the entire week. I, uh, they're all up on YouTube, though. Still, it's not as fun, no, it's as, not watching as, fun it as watching it live. Like, I don't yeah. want to go look up something on YouTube and just I wa- watch it. Well, I watched the uh, the Mario run this morning, and that was super cool. They did a... Uh, it was the it was they called it a relay. So it was the Mario relay no or Mario no warping relay. So they played through the first five Mario games uh, in sequence, and like they they couldn't use any like whistle warps in Mario three or like the the pipe warps in the first <coughs> Mar or in the first Mario Brothers game. It took them three hours to burn through those those games, and it was it was incredibly close the entire time. The uh, the winner and the second place came within forty seconds of each other at the end of the game, hmm. and it bounced around a bunch, like who was in the lead and stuff. That was a cool, and then like uh, they did uh, uh, Zelda last night. We saw a little bit of that, and like uh, for the new Zelda game, and that was kind of crazy. Yeah, that and what we like watched the whole thing. It's forty five minutes. Okay, yeah. They pulled some crazy shit off in that. Yeah. I missed I missed the the second half of that I think because I think we were recording during that. Yep. And then uh, you missed the first half of Portal, but you you saw the last half. So yep. we'll just say that <laughs> <laughs> Portal was really cool because it was a solo co-op. Yeah, it was yeah. A, it was and, a Portal too. Uh, yeah. Me and Carlos were talking like, how the fuck does solo co-op work? And then we see that he has both sides of the keyboard, where he's playing one character and the other character in co-op. So like you have to work with the, yourself on the entire thing, which works better than and playing yes, with the person. Yes, it does. It it's, does. It's a really complicated way of playing with yourself. But like, then like he'd run out of the gate and shoot something up here, shoot something up there, and it'd be the end of the game. And I'm like, how the fuck? What? Yeah. Don't understand. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but both of the or all the runs last night had really good people on the uh, yeah. as, as commentators because you'll you'll get some years where the commentators suck. And they don't explain what's going on. I Earthbound is was one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. Uh, I'm really impressed with that soundtrack, and I I'm surprised I've never heard of that game before either. But uh, all the guys on the couch on that game were just fascinating. They all had specialties in different parts of that game, and they were all helping the one guy with the one part of it. And uh, like uh, to donate money towards everything, it was like name each character in the game what you want it to be. Finally figured out what Fuzzy Pickles was, did you? No, I did not. So every time, like, the little guy with the beard comes down in the game, they take a picture. So there's 32 of them throughout the whole game. So every time that guy came down to take a picture in the game, they took a picture outside the game, and everybody had to yell Fuzzy Pickles. (laughs) So there's 32 (laughs) Fuzzy Pickles. We were sitting there like, what the fuck does Fuzzy Pickles mean? Why are they talking about this? That's what it meant. Uh, the music in that, amazing. Earthbound oh. is an amazing game. It's I was, ridiculously I was really good. surprised how entertaining that was. It's also great to see uh, whenever they were on Chrono Trigger. They ran Chrono Trigger this weekend. It was yeah, great. Chrono Trigger is a great... Like The Super Nintendo had some of the best RPGs ever yeah. on it. It's a stupid, stupidly good console. 
though I don't think Earthbound's on uh, the uh, like the HD SNES that they're doing, which for, is stupid because uh, yeah. like it should be. So you know how they how Nintendo released a limited edition of the NES that you know had like HDMI and stuff and just a bunch of emulation stuff. Well, they're doing the same thing with the Super Nintendo. Already uh, sold out pre-orders. Yep. Yeah, immediately. Like, just, which was the problem with the NES one was that they there wasn't enough uh, to make demand. Well, and it's not like they can't make more. Like, like, I know. like that's the fucking problem with Nintendo. They're like, yeah, we're gonna make this thing, but only make five of them. Yeah. <laughs> our, our Wii U's are failing incredibly, but uh, we'll only make five of these. But there's this one thing that everybody wants. You know, you, you yeah. five. Yeah. Just five. Yeah. yeah. Same five thing with like the, all those amiibos that they like get sold out because people buy them up so they can re- sell them yeah. on YouTube. On uh, well, eBay. the best part about the amiibos is you can now just buy a like basically a blank RFID card. Yeah. And just code it with the. Uh, and I'm all right with that. Yeah. Because fuck that. Well, yeah, I don't want to spend six hundred dollars on amiibos just to get some items in a Zelda game. Uh, as much as I want like a cranky Luigi one in a Mario Kart, I just don't have it. Yeah. I don't have the money to spend a hundred dollars on eBay. Well and then what do you do with all of the uh the, like the, the little plastic statues that you have? Like where where the fuck do you put all these toys? I don't know. You're an adult. <laughs> you don't have that much space for toys. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. That's so, like, why I got rid of loot crate. Me too, man. I only wanted the t-shirts. I could care less about all the rest of the shit in there. I have, like, a shelf full of toys now, yeah. and I'm like, what do I do with this? Yeah, all right. But yeah, Games Done Quick was, like, what I did all week. I think they hit, like, $1.8 million. Raised, yeah, something like so. that. It, it was... It, 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 it's, a, uh, it's a Summer Games Done Quick record. Yeah. Uh, I think the record for... All the money went to Doctors Without Borders. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So, good cause, fun event. It's and it's held in Minneapolis every year. And they got another cool. six months to wait till the next one. Yeah, January is the next one with yeah. awesome games done quick. I don't know why they don't do winter games done quick. I'm really glad because I shouldn't, I shouldn't be working at that time, so I should be able to have a whole week off again where I can just watch it. <sighs> fuck you, <laughs> just fuck you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because this last one, you had quit your job right before. Yeah, and like I was still trying to get a job. And like eventually, I just gave up and just was. So I'd go to work. Carlos is on the couch watching Awesome Games Done Quick. I come home. Carlos is on the couch watching Awesome Games Done Quick. I did you a- move? I went and got food. I had so many I had so much buffalo wings or- delivered to the place. It was great. <laughs> just stacks of Dominoes. It was uh, Carbonius at the time. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's a little better. Yeah. Matt, what have you been up to, man? Uh, nothing, but I saw Baby Driver, and it was amazing. Yeah. I really want to see Spider-Man. I want to see Baby Driver again, because it was amazing. That's the Edgar Wright one, right? <laughs> yep. And no no connection to the Cornetto trilogy, right? Nope. Okay. So just kind of one of the This was his that, passion project, I guess. Right, if you had to sum up Baby Driver in two sentences. Um, amazing soundtrack, uh, high action, uh, Car driving better than Fast and Furious. Okay, well, those four sentence fragments will come. <laughs> yep. <it>. Okay. <laughs> million times better than Fast and Furious. You just compose that sentence out of semicolons, and nobody knows. Nobody's gonna know true, otherwise. It's true. It's true. Nobody actually knows how to use a semicolon properly, so they'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, that's correct. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the right way to do it." The coolest part about the entire thing. So, baby always has uh, earbuds in during the film. And everybody's always pissed at him. He's like, is he even fucking listening to anything? And then he's like, blah, 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 blah. That's what we're doing. 
And we're like, oh, I guess he is listening. But, like, uh, there's always scenes where, like, one earbud comes out and you, like, hear the conversations going on out here. But you also hear the music in the far background okay. of the entire show. Uh, and then the moment the movie solidified me was, like, the first 20 minutes when he goes and meets the girl in the movie. And her name is Deborah. And she's like, well, the only Deborah song there is is the one by Beck, and it's really good. And he's like, oh, I never heard that one. The only one I know is by Trex, and uh, which is T-Rex. And uh, so then they have a mutual moment over the songs Deborah, and they're in the laundromat, and then Deborah by T-Rex is playing, and it's, like, amazing. It's so good. <laughs> I heard a lot of it was uh, kind of shot like a, almost like a music video style. In ways, yes, yeah. for sure. Oh, God, it's so much fun. Yeah, I, Edgar Wright's one of those directors where I'll just see anything he does. Right. He's so good. And then fucking John Hamm in there and Jamie Foxx. And oh, it was just yeah. everything about it was just so much I'm, fun. Kevin I'm Spacey. I'm kind of bummed we never got the Edgar Wright Ant-Man. Because I think that would have been That would have been really cool, yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with the one that we got. Like, Paul Rudd is amazing in it. And it's it's a but fun movie. But seeing Edgar but, Wright yeah. direct Paul Rudd would be even better. Yep. I was really hoping, though, like, Nick Frost would just make a random appearance, even if it's a cameo in this one. But. Yeah, yeah, Frost and Peg. Like, if it's... Yeah. If Edgar Wright's doing something, they're usually somewhere. Right. But nope, that didn't happen. Either way, though, seriously, go see Baby Driver. You've seen Spaced, right? Yep. Okay. All That's right. good. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. All right. Um. Well, Julia... Did you want to say anything about how your week's been going? What's up in your life, Jules? I sell beer to people. Fuck. Oh, yeah. She's basically uh, the new and improved Miles. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Very true. Sorry, Miles, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, you didn't leave a bicycle in our backyard. It's still there. Still Speaking there. Which, Miles, come on. Want a bicycle? bicycle. It's back there. Come on, Miles. I know you can grab it. I know you're listening. <laughs> well, I got to sit at uh, Matt's pool for two days straight, which was pretty cool. Two days in a row. It's a long time to sit at a pool. Okay, it wasn't two days straight. <laughs> but the first day was like eight hours straight. It's perfect. Pretty much. It was great. Yes. Yeah. Matt's pool is the place to be in the summer. It is. From what I've heard, I mean, I've never been invited. So. I mean, we aren't there right now either, is the thing. <laughs> no, we're not, because there's, like, we can't, we've tried to float the recording equipment, but something about electricity and water doesn't quite we'll mix. The one, the one that we do for BNS plays, we could sit in the middle of, like, the table out there and just sit around. But Well, yeah, but how are you going to get the microphone out there? The one that we put it for BNS plays, just set it in the middle of the table and... I'm still like I don't yeah but see you don't have to buy the mic rebuy the microphone. It's not it going in the water. <laughs> we have a table outside the water, like a communal table. Oh okay. I figured we would just like float the table in the middle. And I we'd mean all we just can do that tubes. too. Also, we're handing controllers back and forth, so there's another yeah, issue. There's a lot of room unless we, we just do like BNS plays in the pool. We could do a uh, like a like a connect game. Hey, I got yeah. I got that projector. <laughs> I got a projector. Oh, yeah. We could play a video game out in my yard. I don't know. Well, maybe, man. Yeah, we could. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. Okay, sounds we'll good. We'll talk. Sounds good. So I can shoot down your ideas off air instead of on air. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Shun! Shun the non-believer. Shun him. Shun him. 
Sorry, I went into Charlie for a minute. Uh, anyway, uh, what have I been doing this week? Uh, well, I mean, 4th of July, I had to work on the 3rd. Uh, but instead of doing most of my work, I just watched uh, Summer Games Done Quick, which was pretty great. Then the 4th, I just kind of drank all day, I think. I went and visited Matt at work on the 4th. That was fun. Brewed a beer, like like one does. And then... Man, otherwise it's just been hanging out all week. Well, um, oh, I, I did a disc golf tournament yesterday. Totally forgot about that. How was that? It was fun. I didn't get last. I got third to last. So, <laughs> you know, I'll take it. It's pretty great. I saw him in the picture, but I didn't see you. He oh, wasn't there. No, I, no, I don't I was know why he the, would be We in played the frisbee golf, but like that wasn't there for the tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, last Yeah, last You guys, after you all warmed up, we played some frisbee golf, and then like I, I was real drunk. When we were playing last night. My Thor throws weren't working for me. Yes, nope. you were. Yeah, it was. I was hammered. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it was, I don't know, it was, it was a good time. I was kind of bummed that they didn't have, like, they promised us crawlers, but something happened with their crawler machine where they weren't able to get labels or something. Their labels you are out. don't need labels. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> they you do. got a Sharpie. I but think legally they legally, have to have yeah. the labels. I know. Bullshit. It Bunch is. of bullshit. <laughs> uh, well, and the, the craziest thing is, so Oscar Blues owns the patent for Crowler machines. Really? Yep. So the only uh, Crowlers that and the Crowler labels that you can buy come from Oscar Blues. Really? So if they're backed up, you can't get anything. That is interesting. Yeah. That's real? Wow. That's real, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Oscar Blues huh. owns the patent on Crowlers. Okay. So that one size sticker. Well, I'm I, I'm sure you could probably fit another size sticker on it, but they're the only ones that are doing it right now. Hmm. So like somebody like Grog Tag or something needs to get in on it, but I don't know what it takes for uh, like to get TTB approval and all that. I'm sure there's a bunch of legal hoops to jump through. But yeah, no, yeah, Crowlers. They all come from the same place, which I always thought was interesting. Oh, you also bought a, on a, the Thursday before 4th of July, I mean, the Monday, July 3rd, you bought me uh, all my Mojito Monday stuff. Yes, I did. Except, except for the mint. Except for the mint. I couldn't find any, okay? I'm sorry. There was no mint in River Falls that day. There it was wasn't. Sad. It was you really You can't weird. say that. You there, didn't is go to the no, co-op. there was no mint. You didn't go to the Maybe co-op. At the co-op. Well, yeah. Nobody goes to the co-op. Nobody goes to the co-op. And when you told me about it the co-op... It smells like patchouli. I was not going to go to the co-op because my hands, I could barely feel them. Because I juiced so many limes. Just so many. Hey, first of all, you only juiced 12. Because that's all I bought you. Yeah, and I, w- I wanted to get all the juice out of every lime as I could. So, like, I kept juicing till there's nothing coming out. That's 24 halves, you know. That's a lot of, that's a lot of juicing. 24 halves. <laughs> yeah, but it's only 12 limes. Still, that's 24 Not even a bushel. <laughs> Just a dozen. I know. <laughs> but yeah, it was all made up without mint then. Yeah, it was 48 quarters. I tossed some so. orange juice in there and that, was, that worked out. <laughs> it's not even close to mint, but okay. No, it's not. <laughs> but it was something else for flavor. Yeah. Well, you need some. But. And we had to get rid of some of that orange no, juice. You're, but the, the from, thing was, there wasn't enough orange juice in there because it just tasted like limeade. Yeah. Like, Gross. It was just a gallon of limeade. I was just going to say, is that bad? That's fine. I can't stand limeade from high school. What'd you do it needed more sugar. Did you put any limeade sugar? Chasers? I, put, I didn't want to put too much sugar in. I was fine with not. Oh, now, when I sugar. smell limes and limeade, it's just kind of this background thought in my head. I like, did nope. mix it with uh, with Red Bull at one point, and that was pretty good. Yeah, limeade and Red Bull. 
I should probably go grab those beers. Uh, yes, actually, you should. That is a good plan. So while Carlos is doing that, we should talk about something else. Um, Matt's drinking Phillips vodka. That's a thing. <laughs> no, I'm drinking water. They look the same. We should be getting our bottle order in this week. Of? Beer bottles. Empty oh, beer bottles. All right. Good. The ones that I keep filling and then not drinking. Because how many do you have here right now? Uh, last count, there was like 400 some filled bottles. Yep. So you need more bottles. <laughs> the is, I hate bottling. I don't want any more bottles. Fuckers need to keep drinking so I can just keg everything, please. So uh, let everyone know at Divine we're having a BNS party sometime. Yeah, uh, well, I to gotta drink figure... over 400 bottles of beer. Yeah, we're, we're actually going to play a game 400 called bottles 400 of Bottles beer of Beer on the, the wall. wall. 400 <laughs> bottles of beer. Take one down. We pass it around. We got 399 <laughs> bottles of beer on the wall. Oh, overhyped. It's overrated. It's oh, not overhyped. Overrated. It's still overhyped. I know. It's a that's why, that's why I gave you sampling glasses, Matt, so you don't have to drink an entire beer. I haven't had this one yet. So what is the deal with our right. beer tasting? So we are doing uh, East versus West, and these these beers were supplied by a listener. Uh, Shoutouts to Kevin. Uh, he uh, he met he met up with me. He's he's like, hey, I wanna I wanna help you guys out. What can I do? And I was like, oh, you know, get us some beers. So he gave us a West Coast and an East Coast IPA. Why is overrated one of them? Overrated is a West Coast style IPA. Okay, and it's it's what he could find. Okay, okay. Um, so we, we've done a lot of talking about the differences between coastal IPAs. So English or, uh, or East Coast IPAs, you get more of a malt balance. So they're, they're a little bit more malt forward and they're not quite as, for lack of a better word, dank. Uh, the, and the West Coast, super, like, just very hop forward. And we're going to see if that holds up. One problem is we have a double IPA and a normal IPA. Yeah, I know. There's there's a lot of problems here. <laughs> our our West Coast IPA is coming from Minneapolis, so there's a lot of problems here. But we're gonna get close, okay? <laughs> See, I'm not even worried about the Midwest. I'm like, one's a double and one's a single. So. <laughs> See, I was worried about the other part, but I think it'll be fun, and be hopefully worried. we'll learn something. Well, that's not gonna happen. Well, I know you won't learn anything. This is not the show to learn do, stuff. Do, 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 do. Da, 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 da. All right, I'm not going to open these, Carlos. Give me some of yours. All right, here you go. Good call. All right, so the double, uh, or the the East Coast IPA, is coming from White Birch Brewing in New Hampshire. Um, it is a double IPA coming in at 9.2%, so real sessionable, you know. Oh, the East Coast one's the the double IPA? Yep. Yeah, because Surly's from Minneapolis. Yep. So our West Coast IPA, <laughs> uh, we're using... Sorry, that, I didn't mean to make that. Just, yep. Our West Coast IPA true. is uh, Surly <laughs> Overrated, uh, their West Coast style IPA. Um, it comes in at 7.3%, so really on that border of double IPA anyway. Uh, and they're from Surly Brewing here in Minnesota. Or, uh, in Minnesota. Um, all right, so some notes on the overrated. It's been said it's easier to brew an extremely hoppy beer than an extremely balanced beer. And you know us. We are always looking for the easy way out. So we jumped on the West Coast IPA bandwagon and brewed this dry, hoppy ale. Uh, Surly's a little bit of a one-trick pony. They just brew gimmick yep. beers. And maybe we are overrated, but at the end of the day, it's just a beer. 
So if you like it, great. So do we. If you only liked us when we were small, then leave this one on the shelf. Let one of the fanboys grab it. <laughs> um, and then I don't really have any notes on this double IPA. Uh, it's unfiltered. I'll see if I can find anything on their website. It has uh, some white birch trees on its label because it's from white birch right? brewing. Where did he find this? Uh, it was at a local. He uh, he lives on the other side of the cities, so okay. it was at a local sit uh, liquor store there that he found. All right, so let's start with the surly, and we'll talk about that first. Then we'll talk about the double IPA, uh, and we'll kind of compare them that way. I've personally never been a fan of uh, overrated. I don't know. Have you found it overrated? Yep. That's good. <laughs> Most surlies I do, so. Wait, is it overrated or is it overhyped? Overrated, I think, right? Overrated. All right. All right. Carlos, what do you think about uh, overrated? Honestly, I kind of want more of a more hop flavor in there. Like, there's, I don't know, it's just not strong enough hop flavor in there for me. I agree. Usually, Surly has more of a bite. We're uh, we're about two months out from the can date, so um, that might that might have something. Shit. Mm. I, yeah, I think I have these right now. My neighbor just texted me that. Uh, Are you outside in a new caddy outside of our apartment? Like, oh, you got a caddy, man? I guess I do. <laughs> but no, I told her no, and she's always, oh, never mind. Some sketchy people on our back deck. Big black caddy bouncing tune and some goofy looking folks on our deck. That's kind of creepy. Oh, but at first they thought. Why that are there were... folks on my deck? Wait, I so don't I, have folks on my deck. At first they thought that you were one of the creepy dudes. Well, I mean, look at Matt. I'm pretty creepy. Yeah, He's pretty a creepy sketchy. dude. <laughs> He's just sketch as fuck, man. Sketch. <laughs> nobody knows. What you're, and like nobody knows what his shirt says. So there you go. What does his shirt say? Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got all the people from Cowboy the, Bebop. Those are not those letters. Cowboy Bebop. Oh, in the middle. Yeah, but what's all the squiggles above and be and below? Cowboy Bebop. Poop. Wait, they have it. Okay, <laughs> first of all, I feel like you just added syllables to the end of those words. I did not. Yeah, no, you said cowboy. Be and then you were like bapu. Be bapu. That's an e. That's an o. That's a u. That's a ka. That's a b. That's a ba. And that's a poo. And this little symbol is bapu. So if I just made that one symbol. And show to somebody, they they would know to show me to the bathroom? No. <laughs> that is called a toy day. Toy day. Yeah, but I have to poo. Toilet. Toy day. But poo. Toy day. Poo. No. <laughs> they will not know what that says. Ask what the baño is. That would not work either. No, El baño? El baño. <laughs> One of these days I'll get around to finishing watching that shit. Oh, I'm not done with it. What show? Cowboy Bebop. Oh, okay. All right. I thought we had changed. But yeah, beer. Beer. Yeah, that's yeah right. let's talk beer. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so what's Matt think of that beer? Right, well, I don't no, like let's, Surly. Let's, I did that. Okay, all right. And Matt doesn't like Surly. Julia, thoughts? Um, It's oh. not too bad. I would probably drink it like if I was out all day. It's kind of more sessionable than I was expecting from Surly okay. as an IPA. Yeah, I see that. 7.3% not sessionable. No, definitely not <laughs> sessionable. Taste sessionable. Oh, okay. Crushable, right. not sessionable. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, um, so this being two months old, I'm trying to separate that out a little bit. Because there's, there's a I lot really of... don't think the taste tastes that much two months ago. No, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, the aroma has, has yeah. dropped, because I've, I've had this beer fresh, and uh, it's a, you get a lot of pine and resin characters. There's no, there's not a whole lot of citrus, I, at least I don't find a whole lot of citrus in this. Just very piney, and the taste now, it's very piney. True. Uh, you get you get those like traditional West Coast hops, and we've talked about this before, like that early two uh, thousands to like twenty ten. Yeah, we did have that one on the show that, yep. and we're like, it, we're used to these big citrus. Yeah, these like, big citrus bombs. Yeah, the juiciness and yeah, yeah, and so this this definitely follows into that like old school West Coast style, where it's very hop forward, but they're the piney resiny. Uh, hops versus the the citrus, the citrus and melon and tropical fruit characters that we're used to now, which I definitely prefer hands mm-hmm. down. Uh, though I did make my double IPA in the West Coast style, and it's good. Like I like like it's it's nice. It's like that throwback. Like if you got like a throwback Mountain Dew, it's these are the throwback IPAs, man. So, all right, Carlos, give me a number on this uh, overrated. I'm going to give it a 6.5. So you're saying this is pretty close to the throwback style? I think so, yeah. So then we'll go in the 8, even though I hate it. All right. I'm giving it an 8 because I didn't like that last one either. That's true, yeah. You don't don't like that style. So that means this is really close to that style. This is out of 10, I'm guessing. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um... RFPD are on it. On what? The people at my patio. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Spencer I said hi. <laughs> I'd probably give it a 6.5 as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a 7. Uh, just just going to give it that bump up because of the age? Well, not, not, not necessarily because of the age. It's like, it, it tastes like a surly beer. Yeah, that's the uh, thing. And yeah, and I don't know if it's their yeast or something in their process, but there's very few of their beers that I can sit down and enjoy. Extra Citra is one of them that I really like. Um, the Surly Hell, I can drink that all day. But they're like the Furious I, and the Overrated. And I think their sales have gone on a lot. Looking at Frank's uh, his sales sheet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like buy two kegs, get this amount of things free or whatever, and well, to... people are mad at Surly for you know getting rid selling of those out. Oh, two getting people. rid of Todd Howe. Yeah, <laughs> true. Well, his wife. And then yeah, well, they yeah. they fired his wife. Yep. And then they were surprised when he quit. Right. So people are mad at Surly. I'm one of those people. Do they have a good reason to get rid of his wife? Or no, no, no. Oh. So like it's all on them. No, it, it's it's 100 political. Yeah. Like, and now uh, now Hogs over at. Uh, uh, three Floyds, yes. which is why you've been seeing just a shit ton of Three Floyds coming this which way. Which is awesome. Yeah. Cool. Three Floyds is great. Three the Floyds options for the specialty beers are kind of low Except, right now still. can we but... get rid of Gumball Head, please? Fuck yeah. I need to never there have There was somebody that came into head. Emma's the other day that insisted that Yum Yum's the grossest thing ever made. And I was like... Have you not had Gumball Head? <laughs> and I was like, okay, what would you rather us have? Gumball Head, Yum Yum, or this... Uh, I can't remember what the third one is. But you can't get any of the specialty beers unless you buy one of those three. Yeah. It's like what Yum Yum is a standard fucking IPA. You have to get one of those three. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to get Yum Yum. 
Yeah. It's yum, your yum, fault solid. you missed out yum, on yum. fucking Floyd Division. Like, When are you getting uh, some zombie dust on tap? That was our choice. We didn't get zombie dust the last time just because a lot of other places in town got yep. zombie dust, so we got Space Station Middle Finger. Space Station Middle Finger and was And it was though. fucking like delicious. Yeah, that was yep. a really good beer. There, zombie dust just has the name. Like, yeah, that's well, it's also a it. good beer, It's though. really it's, good, but, like, if everybody beer. else in town has zombie dust, why should we get zombie yeah, dust, Oh, too? yeah, 100%. And that's the same. Topple and Goliath, uh, right now, they had not selling kegs to us. They're selling uh, cans and everything. And I'm like, I'm not taking any fucking no. cans. So Dusty's going to let me know when Say the it, kegs are coming in. to Lee Beverage. Yep. Yep. Lee Beverage. Uh, when uh, the kegs actually come in. Dusty's gonna let me know, and I think everybody else in town is gonna get pseudo suit, and I'm gonna go for Pompeii because fuck, fuck yeah, <laughs> you know where it's at. Well, we've been drinking TG for so yeah. fucking long. So we've gotten, we've gotten all. I think we've tried pretty much all their beers on the show. I was like, Dusty, if any bombers come in, let me know, and we'll debate on it. Bombers will be really hard to sell at Emma's, so I don't think that's gonna happen. But I'd go into Emma's and drink a bomber. Well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're waiting. I'll go anywhere. We're waiting Pompeii, to see what like... the keg situation is because everybody's on top of fucking toppling Goliath right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and they're they're just finishing up their new brewery. I think. Yep. So, hopefully, we can get some. So soda. they'll be able to pull out of Florida. How cool would it be to walk into Emma's and fucking have Pompeii on tap? Oh, I'd be so excited. Pompeii, like, and if you can get like some of the double IPs, like yeah. Sosis, yeah, or- yeah, yeah. Some shit like that. That'd be awesome. Once everything kind of filters out there and, yeah. All right. Well, now that we're uh, done sucking off TG, uh, Carlos, <laughs> what do you think about this uh, This. Oh, East we're Coast? on the double still. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're comparing a double to a normal, hmm. but. We're, we're going coastal because they taste very different. Well, obviously. Yeah, but it's it's not just the alcohol sweetness. There's there's a different, ba- we're, we're looking at the, the hop uh, versus malt balance. That's the big thing you want to be looking for when comparing these two. Well, white birch is delicious. I, su- I was going to say that does not taste like a double IPA. No, wow, that's a 9.2 percent. Yeah, does not taste like 9.2 percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, surly the 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 surly overrated tastes closer to a double than this one. Yeah, yeah, that surly overrated tastes like a 9.2. And this this double IPA is going down great. I, wow, very smooth, very very smooth. Yeah, wow, that's very not going to be a problem later. <laughs> this is where it gets dangerous. <laughs> like Darkwing Duck. Let's ah, get dangerous. The danger zone. Did you find anything on this beer? Oh yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know if I read it yet or not. Uh, all I right. don't think so. Pungent aromas of citrus and fruit with a smooth hop bitterness and finish balanced with a soft malt body. This deceptively smooth beer has a hop flavor that grows over the course of a glass. It's almost too easy to enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the beer that makes me a hop fan. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Best when fresh, this dry hopped, unfiltered beauty is not a beer for extended aging. Cheers, Bill. Bill must be in charge. What was the brew date I on these really cans? do find it fascinating, though, like how vastly different, even minus what we just tried in that piney flavor. Like they're trying to do fruity stuff on the West Coast mm-hmm. and then the East Coast. Like, when you first brought that treehouse down and everything like that, like, I'm like, I don't believe you one bit how this can be that different. But, like, actually tasting the stuff and everything, it's like, how? How do they get this completely <laughs> different flavor? It doesn't From make any fucking sense. From the same ingredients. It's insane. 
It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, this also has that kind of like juicy melony yeah, that, flavor that to slight, it. Yeah, that slight, that like... It's not harsh at all. It's just that nice no, sweetness. No, it's, so, like, it's a soft bitterness. Like when you bite into a thing of watermelon. Just like, just, it just goes to, oh, it's great. <laughs> all right, Carlos, do you have anything you want to say about this beer? Nothing more. Like, it's just really good. Like, right. it's really yeah, this is then. this is awesome. Very easy to drink. Uh, this 9.7% was it? <laughs> 9.2. 9.2. Yep. How Color golden. Fuck is this Available year round. Can I get it at Emma's? I don't know where they distribute. I was going to say if it's in Minnesota. I don't know. It's Might in Minnesota. It's iffy. It like, distribution's weird. Yeah. It's by county, so. Yeah. Who knows where they want I'd to sell it. I'd hate to be a fucking salesman. <laughs> yeah, that's my thoughts, too. That's that's why it was hard for me to get another job. Because you didn't want to be a salesman? That was basically all the offers I was getting was for sales. Well, I think we all agree upon this one being fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, well, I... I all right, does anybody have anything they want to say about it? No, I hate this beer, Casey. Right. I hate this. Carlos, start with a score. Carlos, give me a goddamn score, I'm then. I'm going to give it a... Four, all right. An eight. <laughs> I'm going to give it a... This is definitely an 8.5. Yeah, I'm giving it... 8.25. Ooh. Right in between. Changing it up. I'm going to give it Isn't it fun trying these, like, fucking <laughs> completely different IPAs? Yeah. Oh, like, the side-by-side, side, like, that, because that's what we're going to talk about next, is what we think is super different. But anyway, uh, I'm going to give it an eight. So, Carlos, tasting these side-by-side, side, would you be able to pick a West Coast style out of a line, like... Like, I would be able to tell the difference. I don't think I'd be able to just think, oh, that one's the West Coast. You got a problem there, though. West Coast old style, like, where you have just tried, or is it... West Coast West Coast style really hasn't changed much. It's just the hops that have changed that yeah. they've been using. But still. Like, like if it was a fresher yeah. West Coast, maybe I would have been able Let's to Let's go with a Sculpin, just a straight Sculpin, yep. instead of what we just drank. Would you be able to Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because Sculpin still has that harsh bitterness. Yeah, But I'd say Sculpin is closer to the overrated, like, to yep. what we're trying to yeah. describe here. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, so, like, for me, West Coast, uh, there's a crispness to it. And so, like, almost like, you know, you bite into the apple or whatever, you know, you get that crisp flavor. And that's that's the kind of hop character I get from a West Coast-style IPA. Uh, East Coast, very rounded. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, it's juicy. Like, it's it's like more like an orange than an apple. Yeah. So we can compare apples and oranges. <laughs> All right, Carlos, do you have anything you want to no, add? No, I don't have anything more right. than what I already said. Matt? Yeah, I think that basically covers everything we just were talking about right there. All right. Julia, do you have anything you want to add? It's delicious. <laughs> just fucking good, okay? Gosh, is there more? Can I have more? There is, actually. I think we can all agree upon East Coast totally beats out what's going on right now. And that just might be because we're so used to West Coast that we're sick of them. Yeah, we got uninundated with them. Uninundated? Yep. Inundated. Oh, one of those words. Right, right. One of those is the correct one that I was looking for. Inundated, I think. I was going to say, I think in makes more sense. Yep, yep, yep. Why is that not doing what So I should I open another one and pass it around? <laughs> and now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. That is you. Humans believe a lot of outlandish things. The idea that NASA is sending children to be sex slaves on Mars might be one of Wait, the wildest. What? On Thursday, a guest on InfoWars 
claimed that NASA had kidnapped kids and sent them to the Red Planet to be sex slaves. There are no humans on Mars. There are active rovers on Mars. Uh, there was a rumor going around last week that there weren't. There are. Guy Webster, a spokesperson for NASA's Mars exploration, was forced to tell the Daily Beast. But there are no humans. The insane broadcast on 118 radio or 118 radio stations across the country. Uh, er, the insane conspiracy theory, which was aired on Alex Jones's The Alex Jones Show, uh, which was broadcast on 118 radio stations across the country. Uh, Jones spoke with Robert David Steele, who said the kidnapped children arrived on Mars after a 20-year journey through space. Is that what's-his-face? Alex Jones. Alex yeah. Jones. It's Alex Jones, Alex Jones. Okay. All right, first of all, it does not take 23 years no, to Mars. No, it, it takes... Second of all, they're not going to be kids. Months. If it takes 23 years to get there, they're not going to be kids anymore. Yeah, no, now they're adult sex slaves. Yeah. Which nobody wants anyway. Fuck Alex Jones. <laughs> Just go to the next story. We're not done with this story yet. Jones spoke with Robert Steele, uh, and we this actually... This is who Donald Trump is fucking, like... We actually believe that there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who are kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride, said Steele, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. The two decades of travel would technically mean the hypothetical children were no longer children upon arrival, but regardless, this child slave colony is not real, so the math doesn't really matter. Jones responded to the outlandish claim by saying uh, how he knows most NASA missions are secret and that NASA engineers have personally told him of the unbelievable things going on. They're not actually that secret. No, they they're not allowed to be secret because it's a publicly funded program. Like there's like and it's uh, very open. Like all the uh, launches, are, like everybody knows the launch dates for all these things. Yeah. So it's like they have to release those. Well, because it's incredibly hard to keep a space launch secret. Yeah, because you're shooting a fucking rocket up into the air. About you can see that for hundreds of miles around. About as secret as it, get, it gets is it with spy satellites, and even then, you know when it's going up. And yeah, it's a spy satellite. You know they they just have government satellite on it. You don't know yeah. what agency or whatever, but you know that a rocket is going up into the air. Seriously, Alex Jones is just fuck. Why are we talking about him? Is the thing he's just fucking nuts because he insulted the greatest government agency on Earth, NASA, and so we have to talk about it. Okay. Right. Also, we now have space marines, so that's oh, a real that's thing. Right. That's the one. That's the one good thing. Oh my Trump god! Has done. Watching. That's uh, not good. <laughs> no, we don't have a reason. Watching to have space Buzz marines. Aldrin's face during that whole thing. Well, is when the he great. when he oh, makes so the good. to infinity and beyond joke, and yep. Trump doesn't get yep. it. Oh god, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, space is real big. It could go to infinity. We don't know. Well, actually, we we do, Mr. President. It does go into <laughs> infinity. That's, you know... Yeah, yeah really, the Beyond really, Parts Hyperbole, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it's, it's the fact that you didn't get the quote, Trump. That's what happened. And then he inserted his own thing, though. That was, the, that was also the problem. Yeah. Oh, no, he, he fucked up hard. Just want this <sighs> four years to be over. Like, it's okay, man. He'll probably... Like, the reincumbent usually gets it, so uh, we'll get another... 
Another four after this. Fucking give me what's his face. <laughs> give me the vice president. I just, just no, you don't oh. want him because no, he's actually. Better. I just want to be done like, with not I, just not just like bumbling evil like we have currently. Mostly, I we just want to be done with yeah. all these guys, fucking uh, updates like on my news, phone. Like, how uh, actually uh, <laughs> journalists, uh, women journalists can't go in like if their if their arms aren't uh, covered, like if they're go, if they go in with a dress that doesn't have their arms covered, uh, they can't. They're just kicked out. No. For why? Because it's the dress code. And it's uh, it's really fucked up. I think they're just like, man, what if somebody comes in here with, like, Michelle Obama arms? They'll beat the shit out of us. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to what the uh, children of baby boomers might believe, vinyl records are far from extinct. In fact, they're popular enough in Japan that Sony is preparing to restart mass production after yep. nearly 30 years. A Sony factory near Tokyo will begin churning out vinyl in March 2018... Uh, the Nikaki Asian Nikake? I don't know. Some sort of Asian review reported. KK would be one word, like Bebop. N-I-K-K-E-I. <laughs> yeah. KK is one syllable. It just lasts a little bit longer. Okay, Nikake. Uh, Asian review reported Nikkei. on Wednesday. Uh, the company has already installed record-cutting equipment at a recording studio in Tokyo, which will cut the master copies before they're sent to the factory for mass production. The initial albums will contain mostly older Japanese music, but could expand to include today's hit songs, which Japanese youth are increasingly searching for on vinyl, according to Sony. A lot of young people buy songs that they hear and love on streaming services, uh, said Sony uh, Music CEO. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the company is searching for <laughs> retired record engineers to advise its new record-making uh, venture, according to uh, Nikiki. Nikkei, I don't know. We're gonna figure that out eventually. Actually, I probably won't. I I it's, just I love the fact that they're how going. How do you spell it? N I K K E I. Nikkei. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'm just gonna point at you every time I need that word. Nikkei. You can say it. Yep. All right. Uh, I love the fact that they're going out and finding these retired guys. Yep. Like, you know, we uh, talked about this on Soundwave last week. Yeah, actually, yeah. like the the tech that you guys are. Really good at we're kind of bringing it back. Like. The funny part about everything that's happening right now is Sony is the one that thought up the Walkman yep. and also went into the CD drives. And now you forgot the, about Mini CD. What well, fuck Mini CD? <laughs> I had like two of them. But they are the ones that <laughs> and I lost them immediately. They are the ones that killed off fucking records, and now they have to revert back to records because that's what's popular right now. Well, to be fair. The record format is far from perfect. It Vinyl is. is. It is. Yeah. It has its problem. We even stopped playing records this afternoon because nobody wanted to get right. up and flip it over. Right. <laughs> but, like, I do agree. Sound quality is a million times better and all that shit. But also, yeah, that's annoying when you're trying to play a board game and have to find a record at the same time. Yeah. Like, there's but it's also it's also a lot of fun. Because it is. It is. It's, it's a more communal type thing, and people want that. Like, we're all used to this instantaneous everything. Like, and it makes you like stop for a it second. It does. It does. Um, at least they're not bringing cassettes back. Yeah, fuck cassettes. Right. Uh, Japan, <laughs> Even though people do collect those still yeah. nowadays. Japan currently has Dude. one active record yeah. manufacturer <laughs> that makes limited qu uh, quanti er, quantities of new releases, but it often cannot keep up with demand. Nearly 800,000 vinyl records were sold in Japan last year. 
an eightfold increase from 2010. The situation is similar in other developed countries, including Britain, where revenues from final sales briefly surpassed those of digital music downloads last December. In the U.S., revenue from sales of vinyl records was up 32% to $416 million. That's impressive. And that was in 2015. I mean, it, it does, like, it's a very, very, very small number when you think of the entire fucking... Well, but, so that 416 is higher than uh, revenues from ad-supported streaming services like YouTube and Pandora and Spotify. When I read that earlier, it was Great Britain, which is very small. Is that in America, too? Yeah, now? no, that, that's, well, the America, the America is the 416 million. Okay. Yep. But overall, though, that's a very tiny number, which actually communicates a lot because uh, yeah. uh, the United Record Pressing Plant which has manufactured vinyl since uh, 1949 is reportedly planning to expand its operations in Tennessee doubling its current production capacity in addition to manufacturing commercial records United also offers custom record making services to customers so I saw that and I had to research it a little bit for $1500 we can get a run of records that we could sell for about 15 bucks a piece, 15, 20 mm-hmm. bucks a piece. And I was like, wow, that's neat. But at the same time, nobody wants a podcast on vinyl. Right. <laughs> 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 then again, cal- comedy albums were, were golden for a while. Right. Like just like a BNS greatest hits. The whole vinyl. album is just what is just uh, two full episodes of, uh, of like a whole recording of a. Uh, Tabletop theater, right? It's it, no, honestly, it's probably just uh, probably be half of it. Yeah, probably about half. Uh, but it's it's like one of those clip shows where it's just Carlos being like, "I'm jerking and driving, yeah. jerking and driving," just full of nothing. And nobody wants context that. Yep. stuff. Yeah, just one hundred percent lewd. Nobody wants that vinyl, unless you guys do. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> If we sell enough pre-orders, I will do it. Because why the fuck not? The music industry is one of the most fascinating things, like, ever. It's so volatile, and it's changed so much over the last hundred years. Well, even in the last ten years, like, would you have thought of streaming music, really? Until Kazam and all those things came out and shit? Like, okay, we're downloading music now. Okay, we're putting it on CDs. Okay, we're do- putting it on flash drives now. <gasps> Holy shit, vinyl's back in f- fucking fashion. You know, like, the the fact that these old old formats come back, yeah. I still don't understand why people are trying to push cassettes. Because cassettes I don't suck. either. I, I have 100%. No you gotta rewind them. Yeah. That's strike one. Well, I mean... Audio quality shit. The Sometimes thing, they fuck up The thing going the with vinyl is you got the sound quality. It's much more rich. It's all just right there on there. Yep. What the fuck does a cassette have going on with it? But people are actually obsessed with cassette. But they might have a head start in us because cassette might take the next win. Just no, be, but just for the fuck. Though, but those... those uh, the tapes can be become demagnetized so easily. Yep, so easily. Uh, they will get caught in your cassette player. Yep. Because nobody has a fucking good cassette player anymore. Yeah, no, you got the shitty ones that eat tapes. Yep, and nobody has the quick rewind anymore. There's a fucking cassette player in my parents' Jeep right now that I'm driving around. If I put a cassette in there, it's probably all fucking gone to shit. It's just ribbon now. Yep, 
<laughs> but no, yeah, there are people on top of that right now, and they probably at least do nobody's have the trying upper, to bring back eight track. They do have the upper hand though on those cassettes right now. If they if people collect cassettes, uh, because that's going to be the next step again. Just I see, but is it an upper hand if you can just go to the dollar store, buy twenty cassettes, and just start recording whatever you want? I I really think it's because uh, cassettes were the first uh, the first step into internet piracy. Yeah. I'm thinking of it as okay, it. Uh, Daft Punk. Not even once. Last time, <laughs> so nobody ever. So random X, random access memories. Daft Punk's last al- last album. They are like on the forefront of the disco, all that stuff. Right now, Arcade Fire on that next step of disco and the '80s and stuff. So people are obsessed with that. I don't know. It's just like going through progression next to the '90s. Everything you're right on the cusp of. Everything we grew up to, and we're going to be like, why the fuck is this popular again? Yeah, well, we're we're stuck in that, like, weird generation where people consider us millennials, but we don't consider ourselves yeah, millennials. it's the worst ever. And, like, we're just, we're fucking stuck when does the there. millennial, like, start? It's Seriously, millennials 80, are until like, age 36 right now. Yeah, like 80, yep. what, two, Except all those 36-year-olds say they are not millennials in the least. Right. right. Yes. Well, and they like, make fun of millennials. Well, yep. our generation, <laughs> like the uh, like like the eighty nine to like the ninety one, yep. ninety two, we're the last ones who remember having to like use landline phones, yep. not having internet at Biking home, biking to our friend's house, knocking on the door, yep. asking if they're home. Or I, I like the standard conversation was ring, ring, ring. Hi, is so and so there? Can they come out and play? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's exactly true. Exactly true. But yeah, it's... I remember I was told once by my friend that I answered the phone really badly. And I and he told, <laughs> so he literally told me, like, uh, had me... He wanted me to say... So you go, what's up? Like, I'm supposed to say, I'm chilling. Hang with my homies. And that's what he wanted me to say every time. Carlos, you hanging with your homies, man? <laughs> it didn't make any sense, though. Because, like, I'm clearly at home. I was probably playing video games. And you clearly were not hanging with your homies. No, because he was just calling me. <laughs> your one homie was calling you. But like, it, hey, man, you're my only homie. I can't be chilling with them if you're calling. It does seriously make sense, though, that millennials is con- considered a 35, 36. Because our technology was not that different from theirs. No, it's like, well, the thing it is... It progressed a you, lot from yeah. that 92 onward. Moore's Law took into effect, yeah. and everything was doubling yep. super quickly. But we are on the same cusp of exactly them, but they consider themselves so much higher than us, which is annoying as fuck. Which I know exactly from the bar business, but... Uh, <laughs> from the bar business, here we go, alright. But overall, Time to 35, it makes complete sense Matt. that we are all on the millennial page. Well, I mean, like, we can all figure out all this new stuff. Like, yep. we're not, like, the older yeah, generation where, like, they exactly. can't figure it out. Exactly. Oh. Do you but know we are also on the cusp of not figuring out my, half the hell, shit Hell, like, that. you're the ones that were always being told to change the VCR. Yeah, right? <laughs> I am... My biggest pet peeve is when somebody our age says, you know, I'm just not good with computers. Serena. Fuck you. Kelsey. You you know how to use a computer. You just don't want to spend the, the 10 minutes it'll take to figure out the problem. The biggest thing is, yes. okay, you don't know how to Google something? That's my biggest thing. <laughs> I, Jesus Christ. All our answers that we find out right here in this, this group, we, we Google. Google them. <laughs> it's right there. First, first one right there will solve like, your answer. Innate knowledge is not something you need anymore. You just need Google skills. 
Like if your Google foo is We might be competent. good at a few things, but overall we Google it. Yep. If you know how to get the information, that's more effective than like having yeah, exactly. Oh, it's yeah. easier to have like access to it. Though. Yeah. Well, which is why like remember uh when Wikipedia first came out and they're like, You can't use that as a source. Now I see news articles using right. Wikipedia as a source. <laughs> well, like the thing is, you can also uh, just uh, there's the way around it was to look at what Wikipedia was having as its own source. Just use that then. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, use the sources from Wikipedia. Problem solved. The time I found out that I don't want to be like uh, the same age as like my aunts and uncles right now is when they were coming home from La Crosse, Wisconsin, from my cousin, my goddaughter Scarlett's first birthday, birthday, and they got lost on the way home. Her birthday. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> she burst they, the fuck They out. all have <laughs> smartphones. They all, every one of them has a smartphone, but they didn't know how to look up directions how to get home. What? Yeah. So they were going on their own intuition how to get home, and they came home like two hours late. I'm like, you know, you have you have maps. Like on your you phone, just opened right? up the Google, <laughs> and it's just like, wait, this doesn't commute to you. That- well, the the best part is is well, if you don't have that. Then you better have a fucking atlas. In like Google smart <laughs> enough. Know, right? There's people that come into Emma's all the time with their fucking big map. Like laying over the bar and trying to like we're going to this place and this place and this place. I'm like, yeah, that's a really cool idea because then you get to plan out your trip. But the, but not for the actual driving part. The fact of a GPS doesn't exist in their mind. Yeah, well, I've done it just to do it, like to like, okay, this trip is gonna be without phones. Use an atlas. Yeah. It's awesome because you get lost and then you're driving. Well, yeah, some and I'm fine with getting country. lost, like totally. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, the, the, like the thing the I fact like about that you the don't GPS know there's a phone is, right here yeah. that'll show you exactly where like, you need to go. Wait, I really don't know where I am. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's it's just like what. Like, the thing I like about the GPS is it lets me know where road construction is. Yeah, so I can that, just avoid that's it true. completely. That's true. Like, because I hate getting stuck in, like... That is the biggest part like about that. Or, like, the yeah. 76D tours that you have to take in order to get back to your <laughs> original route. But, yeah, no, I have this uh, road atlas from 1985, and... Uh, <laughs> right. And my GPS... changed, it totally right? Works. My GPS isn't updated to St. Louis, Missouri's new update on the St. Louis Bridge... But your map from 1973 is going to work just fine. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Like, I, I understand the, the need to, or and the desire to get away. Like, every year we go up to Madeline, I've started shutting off my phone and just storing it in the car yeah. all, all week. Like, you know, you got the throwback to the 80s, man, and I zip off my pants and we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand it completely, too. Yeah, but at the same time... There's a reason it's become a modern convenience yep. because it's fucking yes. convenient. Yep. Yes. Like I, I type in home into Google and it knows where I'm yep. going. I have to type in my address. Like, oh, you're going to work now? All right. Here you go. And here's then you your, get the choice if you want to go right off grid there. You don't have yeah. to just be like, oh, shit, I'm off grid. I don't know where I'm going. Well, so the thing I don't like about uh, Google is you're, you're, you'll be driving along and it'll show you like an alternate route and it's be like, Three minutes longer. Well, fuck no, I'm not taking that one. <laughs> Even though it might have been the best road to take. But it's three minutes longer. Yeah, right, right, right. Not doing that. That's stupid. I don't know, that just fascinated me because my aunt came into the bar the other day and she's like, yeah, we didn't know where we were going and grandma was getting kind of like confused and she wanted to get home, but we didn't know where we were going. Like, <laughs> did she know that we had a phone here that you could use and like tell you where you're going? <laughs> well, I forgot about that. We had enthusiasts in Nevada have wasted no time this week 
getting their hands on or getting their hands and bongs on some of the state's recently legalized marijuana. The sale of recreational marijuana marijuana has been legal in the state since last Sunday night, making it the fifth state to legalize the drug for recreational. It should purposes. have been like number three. You would think so. Yeah. Good job, Nevada. Right. Uh, but there's already a fear that rations are running low. Al Fasano of Relief, a medical dispensary in Las Vegas, uh, told CNN that he saw seven or eight times more business business uh, than usual this weekend, well, with many obviously. customers uh, being tourists from out of state. Medical marijuana has been legal in the state since 2001. Uh, the line is out the door, and the line just doesn't stop, Fasano said. People are there when we open at 10 a.m., and they're there when we close at midnight. That seems like a good problem to have. That for is a, a really good problem to have. <laughs> what are you complaining about? Like The Reno uh, Gazette Journal uh, noted that the state made an estimated $1 million from taxes between Saturday and wow. Tuesday. $1 million in three days. That is, in, oh my God. Right? That's that's ridiculous. Like that alone should be enough for uh, politicians to be like, "Shit, we could raise." Like. I'm just thinking about like Portland when we were there. Like, that oh was the God. weirdest thing in the world. Like right. just walking in and buying weed. Yeah, it was just like, but all that money going to like infrastructure and right. everything. What was it? Twenty five percent tax. Yeah, I have never paid that much tax on anything. <laughs> but I was more than happy to pay it. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It cuts like... out the middleman. You're just right there. You're buying I mean, it. <laughs> yeah, we smoked a lot of weed, but we also paid a lot in taxes. <laughs> we didn't even smoke it all. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like we would smoke. We we bought we bought like a bunch of different things. We, we bought like, seventy five dollars worth of joint. Yeah, we smoked like half a joint and we're like, ah, we're good. (laughs) We're both one hit wonders over here. Uh, (laughs) But still, a million dollars. Think of how much that can do for that state right there. Uh, And dispensaries pulled in as much as three million dollars in revenue. Wow. Well, Nevada's probably already has some insane tax and income. Yeah. Right. Well, well, and Portland does too because there's no uh, sales tax. Oh yeah. Uh, right? No, no, no income tax. No income tax in Oregon. Uh, so it's all based off sales tax. And so that, like, that's where it all gets rolled in. And so, like, their, their income, or their sales tax is already high. Yeah, then, but you have to have other people pump your gas for you. Which is stupid. Yeah. Just absolutely, like, I can pump my own goddamn gas. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> anyway, uh, but there's still not enough product to go around. Part of the problem, besides excited potheads, is the lack of distribution. Distributors available. Marijuana shortages can happen immediately after legalization because of strict state regulations. In Nevada, there aren't enough suppliers licensed to transport recreational marijuana to meet the demand of the dispensaries. The the Nevada Tax Commission is voting on an emergency regulation Thursday that would allow the Department of Taxation to consider a larger pool of applicants for distribution licenses. And if they just can't wait for the kinks in the legalization process to get ironed out, the people of Nevada could take a trip to to Colorado, Washington, Oregon, or Alaska, the four other states that have legalized the substance. But we're hoping Nevada figures out its pot problem soon, and its residents won't have to worry about sharing their stash. <laughs> and I'm, it's, sure, I'm sure the legalization process to like actually be able to sell is a pretty long one. I'm sure yeah. there's people selling already, you know, like underground. And well, just, it's it's one of those things where I bet it's a lot like the process of getting a liquor license for the exactly. first time. Yeah. 
And then also you got all the tourists on top of that because Las Vegas is the biggest fucking well, tourist Well, and that's place the thing. Ever. Like, cheaps, or, uh, <laughs> cheaps, uh, flights to Las Vegas are super goddamn cheap. Yep. Like, it's, you can go to Las Vegas for the weekend for 150 bucks. You know, like, it's ridiculous. And now you have all these people coming in not to gamble. But to smoke and... But the other thing is, I'm sure Portland had the exact same problem and Colorado had the exact same yeah. problem wherever else. They've all had the same problem. Like, once you legalize it, everybody wants to travel there. Everybody wants to get it. Well, and... It'll just take a little bit of time to fizzle Now that there's six, and, like, yeah. I think once we hit double digits, it won't yep. be... Because everybody will be within driving distance yep. of one yep. at that point. And. Well, and also, it's just like, okay, you can't buy it there. All right, you got to wait some time until they can get some more product. And there you go. Now you can get it. Like, yeah. Well, and Rhode Island needs to legalize then for the east, uh, northeast. Well, uh, Massachusetts. Everybody migrating in Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Massachusetts did, I think, oh, this yeah? year. Yeah. What, was it? Well, the District of Columbia did, didn't they? Uh, they tried. They tried? They didn't they get tried, it? I yeah. thought they got it. Um, Maybe they did, but D.C. is weird. They are weird. Oh, maybe it was Maine. Oh, Maine? Yeah. I know there was there was one East Coast uh, recreational uh, marijuana states. Oh, that's right, twenty seventeen. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's so. Yeah, I know. I, I know it was one of the East Coast states that started with an M. Unfortunately, there's a few of those. Just a couple. Sales of legal pop grew. Oh yeah, no, it was Massachusetts. The- All right. Six point six billion dollars in two thousand six for DC. It's it's a stupid amount of money. Like, think of all that shit they can do with all that money. But they don't. They just think about the devil weed. Man. People are fucking stupid. Seriously. Like, oh hey, look at all this. Uh, look at all this money that we're just leaving on the table, given to drug dealers. Granted, even the a lot of those states that do get that money, a lot of them are still going to be doing this. So what they usually do with that kind of money, which is put it where it. They yeah. use it for other stuff it's instead true. of not the stuff yeah, that it should be used for. Colorado's education uh, budget and infrastructure budget have doubled since they legalized. Which is the biggest thing we need, fucking better education around the U.S. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if we can get rid of Walker and legalize, we might actually have a chance. <laughs> Otherwise, we're Hey, fucked. Wisconsin! <laughs> Wisconsin! Come on. <laughs> I'm glad that this show got political. <laughs> Woo! It's okay. We didn't get that political. No. Just about the things we care about. Just a fuck you to say. Which a lot of people care about, actually. Yeah. All right, so our fuck discussion... Fuck you, Paul Ryan! So <laughs> now, that, now that we're an hour in, we're going to get to our discussion topic for the oh, day. Oh, okay. Right? So uh, our discussion topic is two-part. First, we're going to talk about what Hogwarts house is the best. <laughs> is, that's important. <laughs> and then... No. There's a bunch of other organizations out there that need to be divided into houses. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a list of these organizations? No, we're just gonna no, come up with them as we go. Do you yep. have a good handful of them at least? I got a couple. Got okay. a couple of two, three. And can uh, you also list off all the Harry Potter houses when we start this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna split those organizations into four and figure out what we should name the house and uh, like what are the requirements to be part of that house? Like what are the like okay. the defining characteristics of the house. Okay. So we'll start with Hogwarts. So Hogwarts is Gryffindor, yep. which, you know, they're brave and bold and morons. Uh, and then 
Terry Potter's house. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then you got and Slytherin, morons. which is full of bigots and racists. That's not true. All right, so there's the people who, are, uh, who get by. There's on no being bias a, on this side of the table. Obviously, there's a Slytherin over there. It's all about being uh, clever and ruthless. And a bigot. Uh, Some of, yeah, well, that's yeah. just because uh, bigots end up in there sometimes. Then you have Ravenclaw, which is full of the wise, the reserve. They're supposed to be, the but they, get not, I mean, they never do anything. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they're the ones who stay out of everybody's fight. And then you have Hufflepuff, which just takes whoever's left. Yeah. Like, if you're not good well, enough. Well, they're all about a friendship and everything, mine. but that's about it. There we go. Yeah, like Hufflepuff is like basically the it's always sunny of houses. Like they're all about friendship and karate the, for everyone. No, it's not the always sunny because like that would probably not be Hufflepuff. No, yeah, that would be Slytherin. <laughs> Though Charlie would be part of Hufflepuff, one hundred percent. I don't know some of that stuff he pulls. Yeah, just because you know he kidnapped the short person because he thought he was a leprechaun. <laughs> You're right, Charlie might be Hufflepuff. <laughs> One hundred percent Hufflepuff. So, oh, and Mac would demand just keep saying that he's a Gryffindor, but he's not. He's one hundred percent a Hufflepuff too. Yeah, <laughs> he'd, be, you know, he'd be wearing like a. You good? He'd yeah, be wearing I, a Gryffindor shirt and everything with like the sleeves ripped off, but like he, he's Hufflepuff. He's just secretly Hufflepuff. <laughs> All right, uh, so Carlos, what do you think is the best house? I'm gonna go Slytherin. Why? Because the rules don't apply to you. They literally it's, do not apply to you. It's true. It's true. But they do. You don't get punished. They do, too, get... Well, I guess they don't, because Snape is... Like, Malfoy literally had to go out of his way to ever get punished. And even then, it was like, two times he got punished. He also hatched a plot to murder a bunch of students multiple no. times in the school. No, he only tried to kill Harry Potter, like, a couple times. Well, yeah, no, but... He, and what happened? He Nothing. brought Death Eaters into the school to murder Dumbledore. And he... And a bunch of other students. And he also was responsible for Dumbledore dying. Fuck! Stop talking and what happened? about it! And what happened? <laughs> what happened to Malfoy? He still got off clean the whole time. You're right. Harry named one of he his kids Draco. Off. Did he really? Yeah. No. At the end there? I thought no, he did. He no. Named it, uh, he gave the middle name to one of his kids as being uh, the uh, Snape. Oh, that's uh, right. He named one of his kids Severus. Yeah, the middle that's name. What, what movie was that recently in where uh, uh, Draco's father is the bad guy? It's a very recent movie. I can't... Fuck, what was that? I do not know. Me and Serena were watching it. Oh, uh, A Cure for Wellness. Do you remember that one that came out? Gore Verbinski? You guys don't know that was I, last I, year. I heard about it. I just didn't see it. It was last year. Don't think I ever saw it, man. Well, uh, fucking Draco's father is the bad guy in there, so just so you know. Well, of course he's a bad guy. No, no. Slytherin's not the good guys. <laughs> Me and Serena are both like, we recognize him from somewhere. Where is he? He has really short hair and, yeah. No, like, Slytherin is like, just do whatever. Like, if you're not Malfoy and, like, obviously evil, you just get a fade in the background and just I get away with that, with that ever. What? Okay, so. You go for it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. What do you think? It, what what house do you think is the best? Well, I don't know what Hufflepuff and what's the other one? Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. I don't know what those fucking mean. So, so Hufflepuff is the one that takes everybody. It's all about friendship. Everybody is left over. Like they're just like <laughs> and togetherness. Oh, you don't belong. Actually, Here you go. Actually, well, uh, it's not Hufflepuff. What's maybe, Ravenclaw? Ravenclaw. They are they are the the wise and the quick witted. They say that they don't ever do anything. Yeah, they like, don't hear about them. Like, do you hear about them besides when Harry Potter's you know, like Hufflepuff becoming one Cedar of the Diggory, houses? And that was like so that gets them the head. Is that where Cedric Ravenclaw. is? 
What? Cedric is a Hufflepuff. He's yeah. a Hufflepuff. Who yeah. else is a Hufflepuff? Yeah, but Cho Chang was a Ravenclaw. Who the fuck? Yeah, also, who? also, uh, Looney Lovegood. She was a Ravenclaw. What's fuck, Looney? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like Luna? You didn't like Luna? But she was what, what an asshole. What movie was she in? She was in a movie. She was the crazy. Oh yeah, I, I don't like. I, I oh my god, she, she was <laughs> just. Um, We're talking about Harry Potter. I know they were in no movies. All these actors are in movies and stuff <laughs> yeah. nowadays. I'm trying to remember. I just remember. Oh my god, she's in. Uh, oh, I forget. All right. Uh, so basically, it's Gryffindor and Slytherin, right? Yeah. I mean, there's four houses. Well, obviously Gryffindor because I want to be on the good side. So. Just let your moral compass just, hold just you back. Brawny just moron. Hold you Matt. back from accomplishing anything with your life. <laughs> all right, Julia. I would probably revolt from all of them. You can't revolt from all of them. You have to be in one. No, I don't. House, house elf. House would, elf. <laughs> <laughs> house elf or squid. Moaning Myrtle. That's who I'm thinking of. Moaning, Moaning Myrtle. Myrtle. Yeah. I'd probably I like be Moaning good. Myrtle in the in the bathtub. You're just hiding in the toilet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't use that women's restroom. No. <laughs> Julia's crying in the shitter. <laughs> uh, you know, Ravenclaw is by far the best. They First should be the all, best. No, I agree. They should well, they, be the no, best. They are the best. Moni Myrtle is in train spotting. Oh, yeah. The original <laughs> oh, train really? spotting. Really? They, like, and Bridget Jones's diary. <laughs> Ravenclaw stays out of everybody else's shit. They're like, man, Hufflepuff can go deal with that. We're just going to. No, like, Hufflepuff doesn't deal with it, but. Like, I get it. Like, Ravenclaw, like, on paper, Ravenclaw should be the best. They on are paper, the best. But they're not. She was in a lot that's of a, That's a Gryffindor movies. bias. Hermione should never have been in Gryffindor. <laughs> if she had ended up in Ravenclaw, I'd have agreed no, with you. No, Hermione 100%. definitely should have been yeah. a Ravenclaw. But she wasn't. Because the sorting hat fucked up. Oh, yeah, it constantly fucks up. Yeah, you no, know, the sorting hat does not know what it's oh, doing. Oh, it's just bullshit. Like, it should have put Harry and Slytherin, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it should have. Or Hufflepuff. Because he's not like I mean. Oh, he really should have been Hufflepuff. He yeah, needed the friends. Because he's really not smart enough to. <laughs> oh, be Oh, she's an oak job. No, he really needs all those friends. <laughs> yeah. Found it. Found it. Morning Myrtles and Okja, the new show on Netflix. I don't know that. Oh is. my god, the giant pig. Oh, Okja. Babe in the city. No, Okja. <laughs> you were telling me about it. Yes, like, I yeah. was telling you. You haven't watched Okja on Netflix yet. You have not told me about Okja. Oh my god, it's fucking amazing. All right. Apparently, I need to see it. Apparently, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's by the guy who did Snowpiercer and the host, the Korean director. Okay. And uh, he Netflix was like, "Hey, I'll give you all this money to make this movie," and she's in there until this Witten Jink Gyllenhaal, and it's really great and amazing. So walk, watch Okja. All right, sounds good. Are we done talking about Harry you Potter now? I think so. All right. You guys are making me rethink. Like, I probably should watch and read Harry Potter again. And, like, well, I'm, now that I'm older, to, like, actually think about it. Because when I was young, I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, uh. Well, when you first Harry read it, Potter's everybody awesome. wants to be Gryffindor. Because right. that's what the protagonists are. Yeah, I, yeah it, is, it is true, though. Why the fuck Harry is not Slytherin? It's like, come on. Well, it, the only reason he fights against they, Slytherin, but see, they, like. He ha- he but why does he get tongue. to fight against He fights against, like, three Slytherins. <laughs> Yeah, the same three the entire uh, movie. The entire time. Which means that the rest of Slytherin, everything that they did wrong, just nobody noticed. Also, but Slytherin... So is he in Gryffindor because of his mother or his father? He's in Gryffindor because 
when he would put the sorting hat on his head, he said, not Slytherin, not Slytherin. Was his mother or father close? They're both in Gryffindor. They're both in Gryffindor. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or maybe his mom was in Ravenclaw. No. So also, the fuck did also, he, he was stupidly brave. If he would just charge into shit without thinking yeah, about it. If they're both in Gryffindor, why does he get to talk to snakes then? Oh, because he uh, he got the Horcrux. Yeah, that's because he got turned into a Horcrux. And why did that happen? Because of the killing curse that. God, have you not read the books? (laughs) (laughs) Do we have to break down the entire? It's all in my head. But okay, if they're both in Gryffindor, why? Why is because Voldemort marked him? Why did Voldemort go after his parents though? Because of the prophecy. There was a prophecy. That Voldemort only saw that no, th- no that uh, Harry Potter would mm-hmm. kill him one day. So well, yeah, Voldemort went there. Not to try necessarily to kill him. Harry Potter. Could have been Harry, or it could have been Neville. Yeah, but like apparently, why wasn't choosing, it Neville? Try, and trying to kill Harry Potter, <laughs> he marked Wouldn't Harry that Potter. have been a great twist at the very end? There, yeah, that people are fuck still, everything about Harry Potter. Still it's Neville that beats him. No, people are still bummed that that's like not what actually happened. Wouldn't that have been fun? Yeah. Now that you told me that, I'm like, why the fuck isn't that? But the like end? apparently, uh, <laughs> but Harry that Potter, great. But Harry Potter was the. Uh, Harry Potter was the one marked. So still, Neville should have beat. Him. Yeah, but Neville wasn't marked. Yeah. And then we got the the sad reveal that his parents were insane, and Dumbledore's he got candy wrappers and... for Christmas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, now I'm sad. Yeah. That was a bummer. Neville so should have. <laughs> Neville should have been Hufflepuff. He had no friends in in Gryffindor. He should have one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give me any bullshit about his hidden talents. So we all chose what house we wanted to be in? No, yeah. which one was the best? Oh, which one's the best? Yeah, no, we didn't. We never said which one we would be stuck in. Which one do we all... Actually, Probably all of us would be just stuck in Hufflepuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no, he's definitely uh, no. Slytherin. No, like, I'd, I would have wanted to be in Slytherin, but I just I don't think I'd have made the cut. I, I don't think, think I'm I, I could have made Ravenclaw. Maybe like I wouldn't be Gryffindor. I pr- I probably would be in one hundred percent not. I'd want to be Slytherin, but this yeah. wouldn't happen. And what is our goal? To take over the world. <laughs> the goal for which house we want to be in. What is the goal at the end of everything? What do you mean? What is the, the goal? graduate school? Probably. The, yeah. <laughs> sure. I thought you were trying to go off me like, yeah, there's a goal to our No, no, we, we have a second part of our discussion Okay, so You just our, keep derailing me I'm sorry, first part of the discussion, we choose what house we want to be in No, no, the first part of the discussion is we choose which house is the best Which house is your best? We already went over this, yeah. Matt What's our main house? What? Everybody chose a different house for which one would be Well, best. what are Actually, houses? I don't think anybody said Gryffindor. I know! What? Okay, go around the circle and we go to our next question. What's right. the house? Start with him first. What's the house? <laughs> oh, Ravenclaw. <laughs> go around that way. Slytherin. Fine. Gryffindor. Hufflepuff. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to do Nobody it. likes Just say Hufflepuff. Just say you don't it. have to take house Hufflepuff. I'll be Hufflepuff if you want to be Gryffindor. Earlier, I said, none of them. Yeah, so that's true, yeah. None of them. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, Rick and I actually got into a really bad argument on Madeline this past <laughs> year because he was wearing Hufflepuff pants. <laughs> and I kept telling him, that's the worst house ever. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Huff- wait, Hufflepuff pants? Yeah. How do you have Hufflepuff pants? Because he's an idiot. I don't no, how is that even possible? I like, He had pants that had the Hufflepuff All right, next question. Okay. So... <laughs> Moving on. You're not you're not part of this anymore. What? Why not? 
Because she's not any of the houses. Well, but this is different now. We're we're, now we're going on to a different thing. Different. You're not making the rules here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't sound wave. <laughs> give up. <laughs> All right. So there's, there's a lot of other organizations out there besides schools that could, you know, be divided into houses. Like, I mean, you could do government agencies. You could do... I guess other schools. But they're all going to be Slytherin, Hufflepuff. Right. Ravenclaw. So, Carlos, what is another organization that you think should be split up into houses? Actually, I think we should take the... How about we take, like, FBI and CIA, NSA, like, just mix them all together and then resort them to four houses? What four houses would we sort those into? Well, like, the Slytherin type would be the spooks. They'd so be the doing, CIA. They'd be doing most of the spying and stuff. Okay. And they'd be able to get away with whatever they want. Uh, who would be... Can the, we call them the spooks? You should call them spooks. We should not... Why not? <laughs> we'll just leave that one oh. out of there. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking about like spooky ghosts here. <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah, we we all understood completely, but uh... but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> you made Slytherin even more racist than it already was. <laughs> we uh, all understood what you're going for there, though. So that's that's a good thing. Well, now we got to come up with something else that would be like <laughs> Harry Potter-esque. Like, what if we call them the ghosts? The phantoms. Alright. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's but better th- than the spooks, okay? So who would be, uh, who would be like doing most of that background work to keep the organization running? Oh, so what? what's the nerds called? The Hufflepuffs. No, no, no. The ones who like do all the grunt work that keeps everything running. Yeah, but like Steve all, all, the, all like the data, data analysis stuff would be like well, more yeah, of that, like a Ravenclaw that'd be more type ra- like, But they would also do other stuff though. Like I'm talking yeah. about like just the base grunt work. Oh, what if we call them the hedgehogs? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, we could call them gophers. Yeah, that's actually perfect. Are we, are we just forgetting about Harry Potter right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We're making okay. up a new house. We're, we're, we're making four new houses for the U.S. intelligence community. Hmm. So uh, the people. So like, right now, right now we have the Phantoms and the Gophers. So then, like the Ravenclaws, or the, the, like who all do the hacking and like do the information and services stuff. Who would they be? Uh, possums. The bald eagles, man. No, the possums. No, they're not playing dead. You gotta have something like brainy. Something. Uh, they're the turkeys. What? Turkeys aren't brainy. Turkeys are pretty goddamn smart. No, you're just making things up now. I'm not. <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> Franklin. They're bird brained. Wanted the. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could call them you're like. You're not the, wrong. You you're could not call wrong. them like the chimpanzees or the macaws or something because monkeys are kind of smart. Ooh, I like the macaws. All right. You can go with the macaws. Or like, or like dolphins because dolphins are pretty smart. Dolphins are really smart, yeah. Dolphins? Then it sounds like they might be part of the Navy. It's true. <laughs> Macaws. They swim through the, the Or even elephants. Speak, or, or just Ooh. call them oliphant. They're the elephants. <laughs> They're oliphant. They're the elephants. Because yep. an oliphant is very different than an elephant. And right? then, like, the... Much larger. Who are the... Like, the... What, the brave ones who, like, do, like, most of the... All, like, the face... Stuff for the Those are the Labradors. Those are the gorillas. Labradors is pretty odd. Yeah. The gorillas. Because they're too dumb to know any different, but they're just going to keep running anyway. Yeah. That's the gorillas, too. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like um, Labradors better, though. Because it's more like the bright eyed people that you They're the have. loyal dogs. Yeah. 
So now I gotta think of a no. Like we we got the, the I think we work together the intelligence agency yeah. out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we just if we do one more, we can call. So it. what's another group that we should uh, have houses for? Hmm. Uh, the presidency. Ooh, just like the straight up like government, like the Congress. Actually, what if we just rename the four branches of, or the three branches of Congress? Judicial, legislative, and executive. Well, you said there's four. There's three. Yeah, there's, there's three. Only I three. thought so. Yeah. But, I mean, you have two houses of Congress. Well, let's rename Trump's house right now. I mean, it's just the golden house, man. Like, you just got golden pillars. The golden everywhere. tower. Or no, it's probably the golden shower. But. Let's name the White House. Let's name the president. Let's name... Yes. All right, so let's do... You have the judicial. You have the executive. Yeah. Then you have the two houses of Congress. So that gives us four. And so, give us a description of each one, please. Okay, so congressmen are... There's 275 of them? Something like that. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. And they just run into each other. and Hyenas. It's not actually a bad description. <laughs> <laughs> actually sounds pretty fucking good. And when they fail, the, the government well, shuts no. down. And the best part is, is like the second in command at, of the executive branch uh, is basically Scar for the hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yells at them all to stop, but it I doesn't actually work. I think we just work. turned the uh, the U.S. government into the lion king. <laughs> <laughs> And then you the got, Speaker of the House is you the You got uh, Bernie Sanders and what's her, Elizabeth Warren, and then you need a Republican that's really outspoken. Those will be like the three guys. The three ones? Like. What's a Republican that's really outspoken in just, there? I can't, I can't even hear his name. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. So good. Oh. <laughs> Because those are the main main two yeah. right there, and I don't know who the third Republican is right now, but uh, yeah. So all right, so that's 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 uh, the House. So what about the Senate? So that's you got you have a hundred senators, so two from each state. So they're more of a select group. They're more reserved. It's, it's they don't like to pass things ever. It's it's John Oliver right there with all his dogs on the Senate. Uh, that's the Supreme Court. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's the Supreme Court. Yep. Hmm. Um, yeah, what? So if we're sticking with the Lion King, Lion King theme, I feel like the Senate is just the giraffes that show up to the ceremony. <laughs> right. like, they don't have a lot to do besides vote on what we just passed. Yep, like, we're just like, all right, we're going to giraffe around. Like, Simba might jump on us, but we'll just, like, tip our head back so he rolls down. <laughs> like in the Lion King video game. Uh, and then, all right, so executive branch is obviously the lines, then. Yeah. Like, they're yep. the pride of the pack. Yep. And then the ju- the judicial branch is Rafiki, right? He's the monkey dude, right? He's yeah. Just yeah. Rafiki. <laughs> just Rafiki. So is that Paul Ryan, then, even though Paul Ryan's a piece of shit? Is Paul Ryan a judge? No, he's not a judge. Well, he's like the one that oversees he's speaker for the everything. House, right? He's a speaker of the house. Yeah, no, no. Then he's part of. He's he, Rafiki, he, though. No, no, a speaker of the house is Scar. I guess so. Yeah. Because Rafiki is like he keeps everybody in line, like, and that's what the judicial branch does. Like, to. Oh, okay. You okay. guys, you guys are not following the Simba prophecy. What's going on here? We gotta, we gotta stick to that. 
And then he's get they like every once in a while they get real sad and they like smear over. <laughs> <laughs> this was our prophecy. You're fucking it up. <sighs> and we keep like looking for uh, Mufasa, but he's off on a ski boat somewhere. Oh. James Earl That's Jones, right. come back! Oh, see, I was making an Obama joke, but yeah, I think that I think that was, <laughs> I thought that was too. James Earl Jones, come back! Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Want to make it stop? Funniest part about James Earl Jones, he's our savior with Miss Vasa, and he's also Darth Vader. He's got he's got a lot on his plate. He's also so the blind exactly, guy in Sandlot. He's like, also what's going on in the world right now. All those people that hate Obama and all those people that fucking love him. <laughs> all right, guys. So that brings us to the end of the show today. Uh, you guys got an extra long one because we missed last week. So thanks for tuning in and I hope listening. you enjoy it. Yeah. You guys have any uh, comments or want to uh, shoot in on the. Uh, the discussion topic about how we <laughs> basically just turned the U.S. government into the Lion King. So true, though. Go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at <laughs> facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>